Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. That's right, it's over. It's done. 12 rounds down, motocross fantasy uh, games have been uh, some real, real cause of some ups and downs with us uh, throughout the year. And we're going to recap how we did at Indiana and talk about uh, sort of which riders the, we picked, which ones we lived and died with, which ones we love, which ones we hate in fantasy purpose only. And I think it'll be really interesting to... Uh, to talk about it and uh, and yeah fantasy moto is done this is the last show of the year we thank everybody for listening all year long we will be back next year we'll touch on it at the end of this show uh, and also to uh, thanks to nfab n-fab.com uh, proudly built in houston texas usa thoughts are with you guys down there uh, getting hammered by uh, harvey not a dot not a guy but a tropical storm and uh, jeep truck and suv parts uh, please check them out proud sponsor the jgr suzuki team and uh, they're a real part of the big part of the sport even with the nfab and pro yamaha off-road team that won a GNCC this year. We thank the folks at NFAB and uh, please uh, check them out. Support the sport, sport and uh, those guys are, are a big part of it. Also to Scott Sports, the prospect goggle, absolutely killing it. I was talking to John Knowles who may or may not be biased but he told me that uh, the prospect is killing it in sales. Please check it out. It's a premium goggle and uh, at a good price as well. Uh, besides that, the winter sports, mountain biking, cycling, running. Scott's premium line of motocross and off-road goggles have set the industry standard for quality and comfort for 45 years. Scott-Sports.com, the Monster Pro Circuit team has worn Scott every year of their existence except for two, I think. So, uh, congratulations to those guys and also the uh, JGR Suzuki guys and the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM guys as well. And uh, Rocky Mountain team, speaking of that, uh, their power, their RM Fantasy SX League, which will be back in 2018. Real easy, real fun to play. Uh, it's powered by pre Rocky Mountain ATV MC, your premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Head to rmfantasysx.com uh, for 2018 to sign up. Thanks to those guys as well. And Pro Taper. That's right, Pro Taper. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, uh, Rockstar Energy Husky Worldwide uses Pro Taper. JGR Suzuki uses Pro Taper. Uh, Damon Bradshaw uses it back in the day. Remember that crossbarless bar? Yeah, those guys invented it and patented it. And now, guys like Anderson and Barsha and Filthy Phil run Pro Taper. They can be trusted to provide revolutionary products that continue to set the industry benchmark for others to follow. Uh, thanks to Pro Taper, Scott Sports, NFAB, and the Rocky Mountain guys for coming on. Alright, this is the... Uh fantasy show let's review indiana where i absolutely suck balls and look forward to uh which guys uh, really helped us win uh some money uh this year for with me on the line first up uh from fly racing uh he's jason thomas what's up jt not too much just uh ready to well i can't really gloat over paul but um yeah it went uh, went better i think i improved all year long so okay just need to cut out some of the bad weekends and uh i'll be as smart as paul one day also on the line uh, from Get and Athena, he managed the industry idiots uh, account this year at Motocross Fantasy, where we absolutely just took Adam Cincerillo's hundred dollars uh, without him even really knowing about it, uh, along with Chad Reed as well. Dan Truman, what's up, Dan? Oh, just looking at these results here. Um, if it was a uh, a chase format, I would have won last six rounds. I was good, but uh, man, I don't know what happened in those first five six <laughs> rounds. Uh, <laughs> so was doing. One man who did do well this year in the industry idiots. We had a ton of people, and uh, Paul, you ended up fifth place overall. Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper, fifth place. Paul, 
Yeah, super. Super <laughs> duper. Uh, well, come on, stop it. It's not that bad. Some of us, like I finished, uh, I finished 47th. So. Well, I'm not a millennial, or I don't, I don't celebrate mediocrity, mediocrity like most of the privateers in the pits. I like to, I try to be a winner, and I didn't win, so I'm gonna try harder. Um, the first place uh, in, in the industry idiots, three grand, Truman. Nice work for that guy. Congratulations yeah, he, to, uh, it's a uh, Rast, Rastus. He actually made uh, like th- just over thirty five hundred um, because of the. Uh, you know, because yeah, the payouts, he, the weekly payouts. Yeah, and he yeah. won. He won the triple crown. Also, uh, he's a listener of the show. He's not an insider. Everyone thinks only insiders win. Um, you know, he's just uh, he's just your average guy. He's a fan of the sport, and and uh, man, he he did really good. He was steady every single weekend. Uh, his name's Justin Hatcher, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, the guy who got second actually is the same thing. He's a listener and. Um, and then the guy got third is uh, is a cop buddy of ours who right. knows nothing, literally nothing about the sport. That, that guy just goes off practice times, and that's it. <laughs> just off practice times. I mean, there we go, right? Like just off practice times, and the guy got third overall, made himself a bunch of money. So one weekend he did the same as you. He picked the guy that wasn't even there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah so. <laughs> well, uh, it was fun to do, and I beat all the riders except for. But that's not Mel Ross. That is Mel Ross's brother. Yeah, there's uh, there's two of them. Skippy is his brother, and then um, uh, Hayden's name is something else. But uh, Hayden Melross did beat you. Oh, Hayden Melross did beat me. Okay, I was trying to yeah. brag about beating all the riders. I beat Chad Reed. I beat Adam Simpson. I beat Jordan Smith. You did have a miracle weekend of the highest fantasy weekend in the history of the sport. Not miracle, Dan. Just simply skill. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, thanks uh, for everybody for listening. N-Fab.com, ProTaper. How are things at ProTaper, Parabinos? Everything good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything's fine. Um, why, why can't you tell us anything about the new products that are coming out? No one listens to the show. Go ahead and tell us. <laughs> for the same reason JT has, has argued with you about embargoes, I can't talk about things and then the five people that do listen to the show walk into a dealership and say, hey, I want this, and the dealer says, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, and uh-huh. then they get mad at the rep, and then they get mad at me. And, and Okay. That's the world we live in, Steve. All right, fine. Run, the, uh, run a proper brand here. <laughs> fine. What do I know about running a proper brand? I just do pulp. Um, all right, let's get to Indiana. Uh, for the first time, we saw a pretty dry racetrack throughout the day, and uh, uh, let's go to 450s. Now, Hurlings was the debate beforehand. He was a uh, minus four, double points. Uh, scores were low, huh, Dan, overall for riders? Yeah, they, they were low. Uh, Hurlings actually was, was, was third best. A good day. Yeah, 64 points uh, going 1-1 on the day. I just I, th- I knew he'd end up on the podium. I don't know if I thought he'd go 1-1 and – even still, uh, a 64 normally, Dan, would – that's not normally going to get you very – like uh, as far as an overall ranking in 450s. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this last week. Uh, I know myself and Paul did think he would go 1-1, and, and we thought 64 points was the most he could get. But we thought, you know, there would still be better picks than 64, like there had been in previous weeks. Um, you know, I picked Zach Williams, mm-hmm. which he did pay off. But I thought guys like Shar and Carson Tickle would, would also be more than 64 points. So that's why I went that way. I had a terrible week, by the way. So I went, I went Dean Wilson, who I didn't know was sick, but he was sick uh, all day long. Dean Wilson uh, got me 31 points, uh, 12, 10 finishes, so that wasn't good. He was a zero. I picked Filthy Phil. He was a six, 
and Filthy Phil weeded himself in the second moto, hurt his ankle. I picked Chisholm. He was a 10, uh, 56 points, so only 10 back of the leader. That was okay. And I picked Fast Freddy Norn, 48 points. So uh, just a terrible, terrible week for me in 450 class. Uh, Dan, who'd you pick? I went with uh, Zach Williams. Uh, he was just outside of getting a national number. Mm-hmm. He was one spot, actually, one point from getting a national number, and he knew that. So uh, he had a lot of a lot of motivation to try and get points. Um, unfortunately for him, he did just miss it, but he was a good uh, he was a good pick on the week. I uh, got 66 points. I went with Ben LeMay. Uh, I kind of went back and forth on this pick. He was a 13, mm-hmm. and uh, the week before he had a tip over and still finished inside the top 23. He finished both motos. I know he's he you know he kind of looking for some help for next year, not essentially a ride, but some help. Yeah. So um, he paid off at 64, and then uh, then it got really bad. Um, I went with Brandon Shar, who had had some really good motos. Dude, it's been uh, a while since he's had good motos, though. It, it has been a while. Um, he's, uh, I think he's riding JT old 3D racing bike this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, Bill Dill's, Bill Dill's, uh, you know, spinning the wrenches. So I was like, that's it, you know. But uh, yeah, one moto good, and then second moto, he just, you know, he was at Dairy Queen by lap two, just, mm-hmm. you know posting on instagram like this was a great season best season yet and i was like sweet um and then carson tickle <laughs> we all thought we had a little insight on tickle i think we all picked him we're like you know he's brock's there brock's telling us he's going to be great and uh just dnf both motos you you uh, guys went with the source of the guy's brother the majorly biased brother as your source I mean, they're not all like JT. Sometimes people are just like non-biased and they're honest. Okay, <laughs> I mean, a guy's brother, though. I mean, come on, you know, he's not going to sink him. God. All right, okay. So uh, JT, who'd you have four fifties for from Indiana? First off, suck it for that comment, Dan. It's not cool. Um, but moving on, I had uh, I had three out of the top four in this class. So that was pretty nice good. Nice work. Yeah, um, good job. Yeah, my fourth was Carson Tickle, uh, who I would like to only reinforce what Dan said. And if I could possibly be meaner, I would do that. Um, but, yeah, I had Teasdale, which was good. Um, he any, had been Any reason solid. why, yeah, why why'd you pick Teasdale? I picked him for the first time at Mount Morris, um, and, and one of Dan and I's mutual friends uh, just kind of gave us some insight. And I followed him through the season through the, uh, from there, and he's been pretty solid. He had a couple down weekends. I think Southwick was a little rough for him. But when his bike doesn't break, he's, he's pretty good. Um, so it was just one of those things where I, I felt like with – Guy's not giving a lot of effort. Uh, this track was similar to the ones he's done well on, uh, like I'm out Morris or Muddy Creek, uh, that he rides a lot. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, winging it on some level, but I felt like he would get, um, you know, in that 60 to 70 point range, which he did. Uh, the other pick uh, was Zach Williams. I had him, and um, I was iffy on him. He's been good. He's been bad. I think I had him at the first race of the year in, uh, at Hangtown. And uh, he was iffy there, but at an 18, he qualified well. Um, so, yeah, he was second-best pick tied with Teasdale. So <clears throat> it worked out. I, w- I was honestly a little nervous about him because just with those guys, you never know. They're going to DNF just like Carson Tickle did. I mean, it, it's such a crapshoot with their bike or them finishing. Uh, and then the, I had Ben LeMay as well. Um, and that was – I felt good about him. If he doesn't DNF, he's going to do pretty well. Uh, being only at a handicap seven at his first race, uh, I was – or I think believe it was an eight, sorry, at Bud's Creek. I, I w- didn't really want anything to do with that. What but was he this week? Back, oh, he was 13, yeah. He was a 13, yeah. 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 So 
Um, I felt like even if he got a little tired, he would still get double points. Um, so, you know, going 2017 in his two motos was pretty solid. Um, the one guy I, I was actually wanting to make fun of, um, another guy that did really well overall, was uh, he picked Jeffrey Hurlings at a minus four. And I just did not see how that would possibly no. pan out. Um, well, but, yeah, with a lower score day, that's how it works. Well, yeah, generally speaking, I mean, the top guys, there's a couple of hundreds, there's 90s, yep. there's 80s, you know, 64 is just not going to cut it. Uh, so really weird weekend um, at Indiana for the 450 class, for sure. Yeah, if you flash back to, uh, like, Colorado and the 250 class, the same thing played out where the top scores were, like, minus twos and minus ones, like guys like Savachi and Cincerillo. Mm-hmm. So it's rare, but if you time it right, it can work out, and right. uh, this weekend was one of those. Did you guys both send angry texts to Brock? I let Paul do it. I, I sent. I Paul did not, but I, I sent. I sent nasty group texts, which I. I kind of hope they didn't make it to Brock now, but okay. um, right. yeah, at the time they were pretty ugly. All right, Paul, four fifties, Indiana. Uh, now, for, Paul, you were fourth going in, and you ended up fifth, so you lost a spot. Yeah, well, I was third going in, and I was 81 points out of the lead, so I, I was like, man, okay. I really think I can win if I send it and have a big weekend, and and obviously looking at the scores, that wasn't this wasn't the weekend to do it. The no. handicaps were very, very tuned in, you know, when, when we the highest point guy is 66, like you guys have been talking about, so that, that didn't work, and I couldn't, I couldn't realize that or see that going in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's hard to see that going in, so... Um, Maybe I could have put more effort into it. I did build a sandbox on Saturday morning, though. So <laughs> we saw that, yeah. On yeah, that, yep. so um, I got that done, but I didn't do so good in fantasy. Yeah, so uh, my picks. Um, let me see. I have them right here. I took Zach Williams. I sponsor Zach. He always tries really hard. He's um, he doesn't qualify super well, but he always tries hard. And Dan touched on the on the national number thing, so he did okay. Um, Van Martin. I don't think I picked him all year, but Dan and JT pick him a lot. He never quits. Yeah, I don't think um, I've picked him all but, year uh, either, to be honest. But yeah, he's a good dude, and yeah, you guys are right. He he rides his nuts off, but he always tries. Yeah, so that's really cool that to see that, especially in this day and age, because there's not much of it anymore. So uh, <laughs> he got 56, and that's awesome. Yep. Um, Brandon Share. I picked him at Southwick. He did great, and I thought he would be pretty good here. He qualified good, but. Um, I don't, I don't know what happened. I think he sent me a uh, message on Instagram, but I didn't bother to read it yet. Um, but he scored 23. That's no good. And Carson Tickle was three, and that was really awful. So um, I, I don't I don't know what Carson Tickle did. I mean, I, I guess Brock texted me after the moto. He said there was bike problems. Um, I don't know what it was. All I saw on Carson Tickle's Instagram was a chewed-up Pro Taper sprocket. Um, he never asked me for anything beforehand. So word to the wise, everyone out there, don't blame a, a company's product on Instagram without at least you know, I, maybe something was damaged. I don't know, but that's just not cool to to just I don't know oh. more excuses from everybody. More anger from really. Paul. More. There's no way. There's no way that he went to the race and that Sprocket did that in the amount of time of qualifying and the first moto. It's it's impossible. Exactly. I'm, it, it's I'm impossible. Trying, I'm trying to pick my words as best I can. Yeah, I mean, I'll defend you here. There, it's just impossible. That You can't blame poor bike maintenance on, you know, a product or, you know, you put so much money and stuff to go to this race, and he qualified good, and he's gotten points this year. Like, and Paul does help him out. He gives them product and stuff or, you know, sells them product, whatever they do. But, like, you can't – not that he was blaming the product, but he was like, oh, a bike broke, you know, and he posts a picture of that. That's just not cool, <laughs> you know. Um, wow, yeah. All right. Well, at least uh, you guys went with Carson Tickle. At least one of my guys was sick. One of my guys cartwheeled. 
you know I mean I had you know legitimate issues not just poor performance and bike issues so uh, all right um, that's the Ironman 450 so Paul yeah you went from third to um, uh, fifth so yeah even yeah. more anger from you um, all right let's go to um, 250s now Josh Josh Woods in our industry idiots he went from fifth to eleventh and made zero dollars in industry idiots oh boy oh Woodrow not happy. <laughs> Not happy with some riders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Iron Man. Uh, so, I didn't pick Nick Gaines very much all throughout the year. I don't think I picked him really at all. I was still scarred from last year, but he's been very consistent. We've talked about him over and over. He's helped all three of you guys at one point or another. Uh, so, I picked him at Bud's Creek where he promptly crashed out. And uh, so, I was not able to pick him this week, and he was top scorer. Thanks, Nick Gaines. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so I absolutely I picked Nick Gaines uh, probably his worst weekend of the year, and I picked him once, and that was it. Uh, Nick Gaines was number one at ninety four. Mitchell Harrison number two eighty six. Bradley Taft is up and down. Season continues, but he was good at Ironman and uh, was third best. Then Colt Nichols, Sean Cantrell came back and did pretty well as well. Uh, those guys are all the top scorers. Uh, my guys are not top scorers. I picked uh, Scuba Steve, uh, who uh, DNF'd one moto. Did Scuba Steve get worse with more help? Is that does it seem like that way, right? Scuba Steve I just got think help. He's always a one moto guy. It seemed. I don't, do you guys recall him putting two together all year? No, one per weekend. It seemed. Um, I also picked Austin Root, uh, who qualified well, but went twenty three twenty three. So he got double points, but the, he was the last possible spot. I picked Lorenzo. That was good. Uh, Lorenzo got 76 points. Nice job, Lorenzo. Thank you for that. Appreciate you trying. And no one really told me Aaron Zielfelder was not racing, or did he not even qualify? Do we know? I mean, he, he was racing. He might not have qualified. Okay, he didn't qualify. Now, that's not an excuse because, you know, you, you, you look at the, the qualifying, you know, practices and times and everything else. And honestly, I was slammed before. I usually go to the press tent. This is just my excuse. I, I usually go to the press tent, sit down, and pick, make my picks before the motos, and then go out to watch the motos. I didn't do that. I was slammed, talking, doing whatever, bugging people, and so I never even bothered. Zielfelder was a pick that I made after our show on Wednesday or Thursday last week, and didn't never went back in and check. So I deserve that, everybody. So that hence my terrible week. But um, uh, we'll go uh, reverse order this time. Paul, who'd you have in two fifties? Uh. I had uh, Cantrell at 82, so he did great. Now, why would you um, pick Cantrell after weeks of not doing anything? Um, he qualified well. He was a pretty high handicap, wasn't he? A seven, I believe. Uh, Cantrell was a seven, yes. Yeah, and then, um, and honestly, it's it's about the availability of other of other players in the game. Like mm-hmm. again, um, I thought I thought the handicaps were pretty tuned in, and. Um, pretty tuned up this this week and it was hard to find good picks so again i was i was in the mindset of i need to have a big week to try to advance yep so okay that i don't know all those things yeah um, all right and then I, I went cody chisholm 52 i did that because um i sponsor cody and i know he tries and i i knew he wouldn't pull off um and he didn't and i think he crashed the first lap of the first moto or second lap and otherwise i think he would have been around um, 2022 or something. So that was a bummer, but I don't know what his motor scores were, but, um, he tried hard. He did decent at Bud's Creek and he was a 20. So again, I thought, I thought maybe I can 
pick somebody that would get a lot of points that the people I was trying to beat wouldn't pick. So I was trying to be creative. Um, okay. RJ Hampshire, 35. He was a minus two. Again, I thought it might be a weekend that JT talks about in, in Thunder Valley, and, and I had guys like that at Thunder Valley. So for some reason, um, I thought RJ would be on the podium. I, I just thought he was due. I thought he would be really good, and and it didn't happen. It was you know it was Colt Nichols and the Yamaha guys that ended up, uh, I think, um, riding better than, than any of us all thought. So, And the fourth guy was the biggest letdown. That was Hunter Sales. He got seven points. Um, I think he pulled off both motos. I don't really know why. I don't care why. Um, but uh, I picked him once before, and he did pretty good for me. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure. I, I texted my buddy Bruce, who sponsors him with gear, and um, after the race I said, I hope he buys gear because he definitely doesn't deserve free gear. So that's all I got on him. <laughs> all right, Dan, who'd you pick? Uh, sales actually pulled off with two laps to go in the second moto. I think he was in 19th, and then he fell back to 21st and then just pulled off. I don't know if it was one of those instances where he's, like, out of the points, so he's just over it or, or what, but Paul texted me, and he was not happy. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I did have Nick Gaines. Um, I picked him maybe once earlier in the year, I think, and, um, yeah, he was mm-hmm. great. 90, yeah, 90, great. 94 points. I think he's a great pick. Awesome. Thanks, um, I also had Bradley Taft. Uh, I've been on the Taft train every week I could pick him. I, you know, we'll get into it, but I picked him five times this year. Uh, 86 points. He did great. Uh, I also had Sean Cantrell, uh, 82 points. And we kind of all touched on him. Uh, I thought a seven handicap was pretty big, especially with McElrath out and Savachi out and a couple other guys that maybe would normally beat him. Um, and then uh, I fell for it again. I went with John Ames. Oh, boy. And, you know, I still scored 306 in the 250 class, which is really good. But uh, John Ames, that first moto, just DNF. Like, he just loved DNF. Yeah. Yeah, John uh, Ames can't put two together. He, he <laughs> Once in a while, but very rarely. Second moto, he got 44 points, which was, you know, which yeah. is good. So I, I did get 306, which is a good weekend. I had a good, uh, a good 250 weekend. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Similar team, somewhat to Dan, uh, at least at the top. I had uh, Gaines and Tafts. Um, and Taft was, yeah, the guy I picked the most all season, which I was, I was actually surprised when I looked back on it. Um, Gaines, the first time I picked him all year, but he killed it. 94 points, as oh, Dan good, said. Good to hear. Yeah, good I know you're hear. excited about that. Yeah, thank you, Nick Gaines. Uh, I had Joey Crown. Um, man, he he could have had a heck of a day, but he crashed on the first lap of both motos, and uh, he only got double points in the second moto. So I expected a lot more out of him. I could have moved up in the standings quite a bit more if he had uh, he had done what he was capable of. And uh, the same goes for Cody Williams. Um, good first moto, and then uh, second moto he DNF'd, which was uh, put me basically in the same boat as uh the hunter sales talk i just uh i hate i hate dnfs i hate quitting i hate dnfs and, and i don't know maybe his bike broke or whatever but it was just a critical weekend and uh i'm sure these guys don't give a crap about us as far as our fantasy results but man it's tough when you see the guy just go to 38th and out on the uh on the ticker across the screen so um but yeah 246 for my 250 team um, all right. Okay. Uh, so that's it for the year, people. Uh, that's our picks for Indiana. Uh, again, in our industry idiots, Paul got fifth. JT got seventh. Dan, what'd you end up? Nineteenth. Uh, Nineteenth. And I was a strong forty-seventh. But I did score the most points in the history of fantasy motocross with my Southwick performance. Everybody. So, um, all right. Job, th- thanks to Nfab. Thanks to Pro Taper. Thanks to Scott Sports. And thanks to the Rocky Mountain guys. All right. We got one more thing to do before we wrap up, and that is. 
Uh, I could not do this because I refuse to pay for motocross fantasy. Uh, I feel like we talk about this game every week, and we encourage people to play, and we probably drive business to him, so I refuse to pay. But uh, so Because of that, I could not track who I picked during the year um, in, in outdoor motocross, but these three guys can. And uh, they did. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that. It's real interesting. JT, I, I quickly looked at your – we'll start with you. I quickly looked at your picks. You sent them to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Bradley Taft got you the most points at 274, and, yep. with, with, and you picked them four times. I did. And Zach Williams got you 202 three times. Those guys, tip of the hat to them. Yeah, there was a few guys like that. Um, Teasdale in the 450 class, I picked three times for 204. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane McElrath was in that group. If I can, uh, if I can, Mackel- yeah, they all they all did pretty well. Like you know, if you look at their you know their average their average yeah points. 218 to three times for 218. So there were a few guys that I I kind of kept going back to the well, mm-hmm. um, which I can go really poorly for you if you're going back to the well on Jerry Robin or somebody like that every time. Uh, but yeah, there were, there was a few one-off guys that we'll get into that just killed me and I refused to ever go back like Kyle Cunningham and a few other guys that yeah. just, they're uh, one and done for me. Jerry Robin twice, 50 points. So 25 points a pick, uh, that hurts. Uh, but JT, uh, you're a big fan of, uh, of Bradley Taft and, and Moseman too, <laughs> two, two uh, 80 points, 81 points for Moseman, uh, twice you picked him. That's I good. did, yeah. Yep. Um, Josh Moseman as well, 162. Yeah, oh, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, sorry. Josh. Yeah, I yep. picked Michael as Michael yep. once as well. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I was lucky with the guys that I went to multiple times. They did well. Your whole season can go down the drain if yep. that gets flip flopped. So. Nick uh, Nick Gaines one time, 94 this past weekend, and uh, um, also too. So on the flip side, Cameron McAdoo, zero yep. points. Yeah, Cameron McAdoo, Michael Kyle Cunningham, uh, zero Dougherty, points. Yeah, Kyle Cunningham. <laughs> yeah, there's a few of those guys that it was just one and done for me. And I just, even if they looked so good on paper, I just couldn't do it. You know, it, it's, that was the Jerry Robin dilemma for most people all season is you know what he's capable of. You know what he can get you a ton of points because he struggled all year. But is he going to bite yeah. you again that single weekend? Uh, it's just basically a Nick Gaines, you know, yeah. for uh, for Ironman. Looking at your average, uh, looks like yeah, looks like Bradley Taft got you about the most average, about seventy some points average uh, pick for for Bradley Taft, and that was four times. Yeah, there so. was there was a, a few that were in the seventies and eighties. You yeah. know, the, like we said, Josh Moseman, Taft, McElrath. Um, but, but yeah, cons- that's, but consistently that's what this game's all about yeah, is, is timing. Taft. It's all about timing. Zach Bell, you went with Zach Bell. I did. Oh boy, Glen Helen. Oh boy, yeah, forty-one yeah, was, for for the him. Um, I may have said some mean things about Zach Bell <laughs> and Nico Easy. We were praising him. You only went there once uh, before he dropped out of the series. Sixty-two points he got you. He uh, did. That was great. It was at Mount Morris. I was very excited. Yes, um, Osby one time, one hundred points at Redbud. I think I picked Nailed him. It. I picked him. But too. I think I think most people had him that day though. Um, yeah, Tommy probably hundred points. Yep, one time. R.J. Yep. Hampshire one time, hundred points. Yeah. One Pike, yes. Pike, one time, hundred points. Keith Harrison, one time, hundred points. Love, you, love you, the, love those guys. You do. <laughs> Very excited about those guys on that day. Uh, Dan, what about you? What does your list look like? Who do you like? Who do you hate? Yeah, I had a, I had a number of guys that did a hundred points, one time picks. Uh, R.J. Hampshire, Mark Worth, Osby, Savachi, um, Cunningham, a hundred points at Thunder Valley. Oh so boy. Like one guy like yeah Cunningham. Yeah, one one guy likes him. The only real way to do the average would be to to do all of their races, which is uh, not possible. But you know, and see how they average out over the season. But uh, you know, 
for me, some of the guys JT said that were good for him were actually bad for me. Nico Izzy, I picked one time and scored three points. Oh boy! Uh, yeah. Mac- McAdoo, I picked twice for a total of four motos, zero points. That hurt. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Four times. A- What'd you say? Four? Well, four motos. Oh, four mo- twice. You picked McAdoo twice. Glenn Helen. Zero, both motos. Bike broke first moto. He mm-hmm. broke second moto. Yeah, and then uh, Red Bud, uh, no. two, you know, two <laughs> DNF. So, if you look at all my bad scores, they all came in the first five weeks. That I had Izzy at uh, Thunder Valley. Um, you know, I thought you know Izzy's in great shape, high altitude. Yeah, real smart Dan. Um, so yeah, uh, for me, Bradley Taft was my best pick. I picked him five times um, overall, three hundred points. So he had a good average. And Chase Sexton, I picked four times um, and got me 244 points. So uh, in the 250 class, I picked multiple guys multiple times. But in the 450 class, I only picked uh, five guys more than once. Yeah, so. uh, Paul's list is like that, too. We'll touch on that. But, yeah, really weird because JT went – JT looks like he went picked guys over and over and over a little bit more than you two. You know, not, not tons, but a little bit more. And you guys went more spotty, you know. Yeah, I think I our think, numbers uh, came out to be really close, though, as far as how many total guys we had. Yeah, yeah, to- total guys. JT picked 60, uh, 66, and I had sixty-five. So, oh, okay. Um, for me, I just uh, I picked a lot of guys that only raced like one right one race. Like at Hangtown, I picked uh, Rice Carter. That was his only race. Um, you know, Ryan Dowd, I picked at Southwick. Obviously, I think we all had him. Tommy Week, I picked him once. You know, so yeah. all those guys. Like I got a hundred from Weston Pike one time. Week, Dowd, Carter, and Piazza. I picked all those guys one time, and they each got 100 points. But, I mean, obviously you can't ask for anything better than that. But uh, Paul broke it down points per pick, and it uh, doesn't look good for Brandon Shearer. <laughs> <laughs> um, who was the most? So you picked – who did you pick most in 450s, Dan? Taft in the 250s? Uh, Ronnie, I, I only had – I had nobody more than twice. Ronnie oh, okay. Stewart, yep. Heath Harrison, Zach Williams – Cooper Webb, Moseman, and Barsha each had twice. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, now, Paul, you uh, I got your list in front of me, too. Ronnie Stewart, you picked him twice. 91 points, average picks. And you know and you know what, Paul? You should. You cursed Ronnie Stewart a few times in Supercross. You really did. I did? Yeah, you were not happy with Ronnie in Supercross a few times. <laughs> All right. Well, I take it back because I like that he finishes races outdoors because yep. that is rare. <laughs> 91 rare. points he got you per pick. He, he trains really hard. He just couldn't qualify in Supercross to finish the races. No. That's why we yeah. were so upset. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. Um, Paul, you picked Zach Williams um, for most. Three times yeah, and, at, and Josh Mosman. Look at my list. Yeah. Zach Williams and Josh Mosman. Two pro taper riders yeah. on the top of my list. Three times and they get me good picks. That's why I, 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 I got to say this because it, <laughs> oh, here it we makes go. a difference. <laughs> I'm sorry it does, but like Pro Taper and a lot of other companies are in the business of making parts for motorcycles. But when you're pushing a motorcycle off the track or you're pulling off every lap, it's it's not that's not the look that we're looking for. So Zach Williams, Josh Mosman, Ronnie Stewart, they can call me. I'd love to help them out. But the guys at the bottom of the list don't call me because it, it's, <laughs> it's there's no point and it's it's embarrassing and it doesn't do good for anybody. And um, people just need to try harder. But um, everyone's quick to quit these days. Uh, interesting that Paul, you and JT, and Dan, take a look at your list. 
you guys pick Cooper Webb, who he's right in that mushy middle zone this year. I feel just a general perception of Cooper Webb in fantasy was that he didn't score well enough to pay off, but he got you sort of okay points because he never had a disastrous weekend. And he was obviously, you know, seated as a, as a single points guy sometimes, sometimes double or most times double. You guys each picked him one time. He got you 90 points. And I don't know, Dan, what about you? Did you pick Coop? Yeah, I picked him actually twice, and uh, he got me a total of 158, so oh, okay. know, average of average of 79 points. I think there was one weekend where his handicap was really lopsided that um, that we all picked him at. And both of both Paul and JT picked Marv, who was probably never double points one time. Yes, he was. Yeah, Redbud. He got he got 88 points at Redbud. He was double. How would he have been double just because shitty? Uh, yeah, his knee. I guess his knee, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mount, Mount Morris and and Muddy Creek coming into that were both bad, so they made him a double too. I remember specifically because uh, Ryan Holiday, who got fourth overall in our league, he picked him at Muddy Creek and was very upset at Redbud. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So Marv was once, and and Coop was once for Dan, twice for you, once for these guys. Dean Ferris. I had Dean Ferris also. JT, did you have him? Paul had him. Uh, I think that I no, I, I did think not. You, yeah, the, you did the not. The only race him. he did, I stayed away, at much to my dismay. Yeah, seventy-six points for Dean Ferris that weekend. So um, I was hoping he DNF because I knew everyone was picking him, and I was like, this is the, this is the time where if you yeah. if you stay away and he blows it, you can make up a ton of points. And yeah, that, uh, that bit me right now. Stank burnt me. JT, you picked him once. He got you fifty-six points. I know for sure I picked him twice, and both times he sucked. So, but the year before last season, he was really good in fantasy. So he he paid off, but not this year. I um, picked him once uh, for eleven points. I don't remember what happened, but yeah, not, yeah, not so good. Uh, Jerry Robin one time for Paul Perbinos, five points. <laughs> me, me too. I did the same. And my uh, my biggest letdown actually was Carson Tickle. I know he paid off a couple times, but those were weekends I didn't have him. Yep. I picked him twice for an average of nineteen points. Um, you know that's yeah. that's not that's nine points per moto. That's not good. Yeah, uh, Paul picked him twice. Paul for two, ten point uh, twenty points average. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Interesting. I had him yeah. twice for a total of seventy nine. No, eighty nine. Oh, you me. did. So yeah, one weekend better. was good. Yeah. The one weekend he went like twenty two twenty and and that yeah. was the week JCO, and, I think and I, I I guarantee you uh, Paul and I picked Cody Cam the same race because it was the race after he killed it. I believe he did really good at Millville, right? Uh, so then he he kept on going, and I picked Cody Cam, and he sucked, and so did you, Paul. He got 29 points for you one time. <laughs> so, And then that was it. It's funny how one guy scores badly, and you guys are just like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm off. Yeah, <laughs> I, picked, I picked Cody Cam once, but I got him on his good weekend. Right. So, you know, like, I, I used <laughs> Not him for once, me. But <laughs> so it's tough. You know, I picked guys like Norrin once, and uh, I picked Marty once. Uh, apparently, I picked Alex Ray once. I forgot that he even raced motocross, but I picked him once. He did good. He got 70 points. So, uh, oh, actually, uh, Paul, I saw I got your list in front of me. I forgot to sl- slide over and see the rest of your picks. My bad. Um, yeah, McAdoo also burnt Paul. Um, <laughs> and I thought he was a good was pick for me that would not – most people probably didn't have a lot. Well, maybe they did, I guess, if you don't know a ton of these guys, the privateer guys. But I picked Christian Craig twice for 130. So 65 points, that's pretty decent for a guy that's not going to have a huge handicap most of the time. What I picked up, I feel like, yeah, I, I agree with you, JT. John Short was good for me. Um, he was one of my good picks. Yep. 
Uh, I've had him on his good weekends, I think. And other than the guys that got the 100 points, I uh, I agree with Paul. Mosman was a good pick pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Uh, he was right around his handicap. Um, I never picked Dakota Alex, but he always paid off, like, double points. Not yeah. real, real high. Uh, I don't know if you guys picked him at any race, but... Never did. Seemed, yeah, I don't see Paul I don't see Paul picking him either. Yeah, he was I, solid, I, though. He was, you're right. He was solid. I, I was always, I was always scared of the, you know, the low upside. Like, there was, there just wasn't enough ceiling for me, but he was solid weekend. Yeah, when, yeah he was scoring, you know, 50, 60 points a weekend, you know, 45 points a weekend. Um, you know, he was a six, and he would get 12th in a moto, you know, so that, yeah. we never picked him, though, because we never looked at the upside. I, at least I didn't pick him. You guys say you didn't pick him. Um, so there was guys like that that were good. It'd be curious to average everybody's picks through the 12 rounds and see, you know, overall who yeah. have been the best possible picks. But, you know, it all goes to weekend and, and timing, you know. I, um, I picked Brandon Leith one weekend. I think he did really good at uh, maybe Hangtown or Glen Helen. But the weekend I picked him, he, you know, he DNF. So yeah. Yeah. It just... yeah, I picked him I picked him at Hangtown in the 250 class, and he got me 94 one time. And then yeah, I think I, think I picked he... him. I'm trying to look and see if he's over there. Yeah, I picked him, him once in the 450 class, and he only got 41. So, yeah, yeah it's just it's, yeah, Henry, there's a lot of luck involved in this game. That's Henry Miller sure. killed it in 450s, not so much in 250s. Well, we all picked Henry Miller two weeks in a row, which is the only rider we were able to do that with this year. Mm-hmm. He rode a 450 one weekend, and a 250 and a 450. Yeah. And he scored no points those two weekends, you know? So Right, right. I'll tell you the pick I stressed over the most. Well, two picks that I stressed over the most all season. One was Robbie Marshall, which – I, I'm, I'm shaking every time now. I think about that pick. For sure, Jerry Robin. And nope, my other stress, most stress, because I just stayed away from Jerry Robin almost all the time as a rule. The other one was Ben Evans, and I got asked all day about it because I was actually at Washougal, and he lives in Idaho, which I've I've only seen him ride one time in Idaho, and that was in 2013. Um, but I ended up picking him, and he paid off, and then everyone hated me. But I I didn't have any information no one ever said anything they said yeah you ride some locally but there's no way he can do 35 minutes and yeah. he did pretty well it was one of those things like that the kid at thunder valley who showed up with his dad to watch the race but he got a good start and he just stayed out there <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah i mean ben was following he was following stank dog around and stank dog was on 125 and he couldn't do anything with him like he was just <laughs> riding around and luckily he never crashed and he never i mean he was taught he was crazy tired but you know, if you ride around in 20th for that long, everyone around you is tired too in yeah, that class. So I agree. I blame you know. I blame Steve for the McAdoo thing. He praised every weekend. He's oh. in such good shape. He rode bikes from I, South Carolina to Key West every day. Yeah, and back no, and, the, the the stupid Club MX idiots just God. going. Brayton too. So Brayton too. Brayton going on about McAdoo. Yeah, Brayton, Brayton, great outdoor rider. Great outdoor rider. <laughs> These guys were selling McAdoo hard. So I've many bangers on so Instagram. Many, oh, my God, so many Instagram videos. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's got to be racing USGP, right? I mean, he posted like four videos today of him going through the whoops wide open. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know if he just has this photo album of so many riding videos and he just posts them or what, but, oh, the guy kills me. He kills me. Um. Yeah, no, I know. I got burnt by him, too. And Jerry Robin. I think I picked Jerry. You guys uh, picked him twice. I think I got Jerry two or three times, too. And Supercross as well, Jerry Robin, absolutely just, just destroying everybody's fantasy hopes week in and week out. Um, all right, did that's you, it, boys. Did you guys yeah. pick Ferrandis at all? I had him one weekend for 84 points. Yep, me okay. too, one time, same as you. Yeah, yeah. it must have been a weekend where it was, he was a really good pick, obviously. Southwick. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, yeah, it was Southwick, you're right. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I scored 699, though, Southwick, so I, I, I picked yeah, the right guy. Steve guys. definitely didn't. Steve didn't pick him at Southwick. No, he had lost, no. Lost well, you, Storm, uh, a kid on a borrowed catch. He's had better five. than that. <laughs> 699, boys. Six. 94 from Ferrandis. Ha, screw that. I got some better guys. 699. <laughs> Boys at Southwick, so just put that. I mean, and where's my fifty that's bucks? More rare than the that's more rare than the freaking solar eclipse or whatever happened a few <laughs> weeks ago. Which is uh, where's my fifty bucks, Truman? I donated it. I thought that you said that's what you wanted to do. No, so the, no, the no, bloodhound no, no, no. dogs or whatever. Bloodhounds? Yeah. No, these are actually very different than bloodhounds. The ones we have. Oh. <laughs> um, bloodhounds. Uh, for anybody, for anybody who doesn't get the email, uh, the industry idiots. The money gets released tomorrow from League Safe, or sorry, on the first, so Friday from League Safe, and then uh, you'll get an email. You have to agree to the vote, and uh, everyone will get their money. So. All right, there we go. And then uh, some exciting news for us. Uh, stay tuned for people in the, in the world of fantasy. Looking forward to 2018 uh, for, for fantasy games. Motocross Fantasy will be back. The RM Fantasy SX guys will be back for that. And, uh, and maybe something else. Maybe something else. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. It's been fun all year. I love hearing. Uh, I don't take it as seriously as these three guys, so I love hearing their anger and their joy uh, at different riders. It always makes me laugh. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, so uh, it's been fun. Thanks uh, thanks to Pro Taper. Thanks to Scott Sports. Thanks to Rocky Mountain. Most of all, thanks to the folks at NFAB and fabcom And thanks to RacerX guys for putting this up on their breaking news each week, too, and letting uh, all the other fantasy players know. And uh, so, Dan, Paul, JT, thanks, boys. Thank you. Thanks. See you this weekend. See you, guys. See you.